I can't believe I've lasted so long in this place. It's been a year, which is crazy, but at least things are finally starting to make a little more sense to me now. Although I still don't really understand what part I have to play in this whole thing. All I know for sure is that there are others watching us in here. Someone or something, likely not of this world. Although I guess I can't rule out US or foreign government secret operations, or some kind of futuristic AI. Furthermore, it seems as though there are cycles that repeat themselves throughout the place based on our behavior. For example, when I first got here, I was seeing those creepy little dolls. They were everywhere and tried to attack me multiple times, but now I never see them anymore. Probably because they killed someone in front of me and where can you really go from there? aside from killing me too, and I don't think they want that yet. Although I can never be too sure. After them, there was the pet store that opened up, where the animals started attacking customers and then killing themselves. I used to hear every day about how a bunch of fish would jump out of their tank together, or a group of dogs would attack another one right in front of some customers. Then there was the arcade that opened up and five kids immediately went missing can't remember what that one was called. It's almost as if this mall follows some kind of seasonality. It throws something at us, then things just stop for a while. Which brings me to what happened recently. As you can probably assume, since this is a mostly dead mall, most of the new stores that open up are usually kind of odd. The sorts of places that you would not expect for a mainstream audience. Which is probably why something called the Circus Store opened up across the hall from the Spencer's Gifts. It was a place that sold things related to Cirque du Soleil type people. For example, aerial artists, trapeze performers, and jugglers. But it wasn't just that. They also had an entire section in the back dedicated to clowns. Now, I know everyone hates clowns, but I guess they never really bothered me that much. In fact, I was kind of interested in the whole culture of it. At least until a few weeks ago. I was closing up and locking Spencer's front gate for the evening when I turned to look at the store across the hall and noticed someone standing in the display window. It was a clown with huge blue hair and a jumpsuit just staring at me. At first I thought it was a mannequin, but then as I started walking away, I saw its head turn to follow me out. The store appeared to be closed, but the clown was still in there by himself with all the lights out behind him. Not really knowing what else to do, I awkwardly waved goodnight to him. And seemingly out of nowhere, he started jumping and banging on the glass in desperation, begging for me to come over. I actually thought he might be locked in there, so I gave him the benefit of the doubt and cautiously approached the window. All of a sudden, he started ramming against it like a puppy, desperately trying to meet me. Then he stopped and held out his finger, requesting that I stay put as he ran out into the darkness behind him. A few moments later, he came back with an old wooden circus sign that said, Clown Tour Tomorrow. I nodded my head, sarcastically humoring him. The clown started going absolutely insane, cheering and jumping as high as he could. Then he did an incredible backflip, at least 10 to 15 feet above the ground a feat seemingly impossible by any normal human being. I was weirded out, but I guess I just thought it was a trick. So I 
turned and started walking to my car. That night, while jotting the experience down in my journal, just as the two men in suits had instructed me to do, I remember wondering how much longer I was going to have to put up with the mall anyways. I got out my laptop and started looking at job boards just for fun, when the power immediately went out. Gazing out my window, I saw the two men in suits outside staring at me. Since this was the third time they'd come, I already knew what they were there for. One of them was holding up a little device in his hand aimed towards me. The other then instructed for me to open the window. Once I did, he held out his hand, requesting the notebook I'd been writing in. In an act of defiance, before I handed it over, I lifted the book up a little bit in the air so he couldn't reach it. The other man immediately pushed the button on the device, delivering one of the most painful shocks to my chest I'd ever experienced. I buckled over instantly, trying to catch my breath. I heard a voice in my head say, Take the tour. Then the men turned and walked away. Struggling to breathe, I managed to look out the window and ask them how much longer I was supposed to do this for. One of the men stopped and looked back at me for a moment. Then he turned and pointed up to a spot in the sky, to the right of the moon. By the time I'd looked back down from it, they'd already vanished. I assumed that meant it would be until the moon got to that point in the sky that I'd have to do this, that I'd have to keep working there. But I had no idea how to indicate when that would be. So I pretty much just sat back down in bed and pulled out a fresh journal for my nightstand. The next day at the mall, the circus store seemed somewhat normal again. The clown wasn't in the window anymore and, and there was just some lady working at the register. Before my shift started, I went in to talk to her for a minute. She immediately perked up and gave me this massive pearly white smile. Hi there, welcome to the circus store. Her voice was overly positive, like a Disney cast member, but in overdrive. I was just coming to ask about that clown in the display window last night. He was telling me something about a tour. She paused and looked at me strangely for a moment, but then immediately snapped back into character. Clown in the window, that's odd. But hey, I wasn't working yesterday. <laughs> um, all the clown stuff is in the back of the store, though, if you want to go check it out. I stood there for a minute trying to figure out if she was messing with me or not. Then I walked back to the clown section. Behind all the costumes, wigs, and paint, there was a small wooden door hidden in the wall, with the words Clown Tour on the sign above. The tour began with props related to Egypt, when clowns were supposedly first found in ancient hieroglyphics. Then it moved on to a room with fools and jesters being seen entertaining royal courts and town citizens. I was already impressed at that point with how extensive the tour was for just being in the back of a store, but that was until I entered the circus room with a large decorative stage at the center of it. The ceiling was very high and the walls extended at least 50 feet in both directions. I wasn't even sure how it was possible it fit inside the mall at all, unless they had somehow connected to the abandoned J.C. Penney's. Across the room, I saw that same blue-haired clown from before come out from behind a giant ball. He was staring at me with this huge, stupid smile. It was too huge for my liking. I then realized he was holding a steel ball and chain in his hand. 
This started to worry me a bit, so I turned to leave, but behind me there were two giant clowns blocking the exit. I tried to run through the middle of them, but they overpowered me. I was dragged over to the other clown, and he attached the old-fashioned ball and chain to my leg. The clown with the blue hair then took out a baseball bat with nails sticking out of it. Time to play! He yelled as he swung the bat towards me, hitting me in the arm. The pain was incredible, but the thing that was even worse was the realization that maybe the powers that be were finally ready to end my life. I quickly picked up the ball and chain and started running as he swung the bat past my head. I sprinted across the circus room and then through a small door leading me into a hall of mirrors. From the darkness, an absurd clown laugh emanated through the maze as I struggled to make my way forward. Suddenly from around a corner, a clown with a giant head and enormous sharp teeth lunged out, biting down on my other arm. After fighting to tear my arm away, I smashed the ball into his face and started running again. I must have searched through that maze for 15 or 20 minutes before I really started to panic. I knew something wasn't right. There was no way the maze could have gone on as long as it did, which made me think there was somehow no exit. In a fit of rage, I started smashing the steel ball into the mirrors in front of me, shattering them to pieces. That eventually led me to a passage behind one of the mirrors to a long, dark hallway. I found myself in a storage room, and as I looked around, I realized I was back in Spencer's gifts. Ecstatic, I ran out and found my coworker Brandy, and tried to explain what happened to me in the store across the hall. Being pretty used to this sort of thing, she took my word for it almost immediately. I mean, she's the one person I knew who had worked at that mall longer than I had. So we went and got a pair of bolt clippers that are used for the employee lockers to cut the ball and chain off, then cleaned my arm with some peroxide. We then immediately called the police afterwards, even though I sort of knew nothing would really come of that. When they got there, you could really see how jaded they had become about all the calls coming from this mall. They were very short with me and seemed like they were just doing anything to get out of that place. Although, at the very least, they did go over and talk to the lady who worked at the circus store. What she said I didn't expect, though. She claimed that there was no clown tour, and all that she knew about happening was that I went into the store, and she pointed me over to the clown section, and that was it. Upon re-entering with the police, I went to the back to look for the wooden door, and, and it wasn't there either. As I had suspected, the cops left shortly after that, and... I haven't heard anything from them since. I tried to push the whole ordeal out of my mind and have found that compartmentalization really helps you to get through experiences like that. However, there is one time that the clown ordeal still comes up for me regularly. Whenever I close up the store at night, I can't help but look over at the display window in front of the circus store on my way out. Nine times out of ten, he's there with a slow little hand gesture, asking me to come closer. Thankfully, I know now to stay far, far away. Until next time, folks. Wish me luck.